Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. You don't have to know the right person to put yourself out there. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there, boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you have expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is the permission economy is over. Not the whole economy, just the permission economy. But before I get into this, let me remind you all what you heard at the top of this episode is that I send out a daily motivation text. My number is 305-384-6894. Make sure you send me a text right now so that you're getting that daily motivation every single day straight to your phone. And you can actually engage with me because it is a text message line. So you can text me directly and have a conversation, a dialogue going with me by texting me at that number. So send me a text. Number I just said is down below in the show notes as well. So the permission economy. The permission economy was... It was an industry based on someone literally giving you permission to do what you wanted to do to run your business. That's what the permission economy was. This actually applied in several different ways, not just permission like somebody giving you a job. That's one way you could get permission. And even though jobs do still exist, the entire economy being based around this is not the thing anymore, getting the permission. It was also the permission economy of you giving permission to people people like myself who don't have jobs but run businesses to market to you and tell you about what I'm doing and what I have going on. That's not the way things work anymore. So I'm going to explain all of that in today's episode. So for example, somebody give you permission or you could give them permission to market to you by joining your email list. Again, email lists still exist, but you'll understand more as I get into this. It's not to say that emailing is not a thing anymore, as I just said, but you needed to get permission. For example, another example is if you want to write a book, Somebody had to give you permission. You had to go through a traditional publisher in order to write your book. Or if you want to put out your music, you had to go through a music company. You don't have to do that anymore. You waited to get permission in this former economy by somebody through someone agreeing with or encouraging you to put yourself out there before you actually you know, did the thing. You had to get permission from somebody. Today's masterclass is designed to inform you that that era, again, even though some elements of it still exist, the era is over. 
So you understand what I'm saying here? I'm not saying that the things that happen there, you can't do anymore. But the era of that being the main way things happen, that's not the thing anymore. So if you are still operating as if that's the thing, I'm here to wake you up and let you know that that's not the thing. And I'll explain it. Point number one, the topic again today, the permission economy is over. Number one, the new era, let me tell you that first, is the collaboration era. That's the era that we're in now. It used to be you need to get permission to put your stuff out there and make things happen. Now, if you want to put stuff out there and make things happen, the best way to do it is to collaborate with other people. That's not to say it's the only way, but this is the wave right now, the trend right now, not the fad, because fads come and go quickly. Trends are things that are, they're indicative of future changes. They're indicative of the tectonic plates of the market and the industry shifting underneath us, meaning they're not shifting back. So this is the new era is the collaboration era. This is the era in which entities come together, join forces and achieve mutually benefit outcomes by doing so. So while you can still do things like have an email list, your host still has an email list. Here's the other side of it. You can reach a bunch of people through a site like Facebook or TikTok, and you don't have to ask anybody's permission to share your message with them. So you see how there's no permission necessary. So if I want to send you emails, you have to give me your email address and you have to allow me to send you emails because you always have the option of hitting the unsubscribe button. And now I can't send you an email anymore because you have removed your permission. But if I hop on Facebook or TikTok, you can't remove my permission to tell you whatever it is that I want to tell you. Now, technically, you could block me, but the way the platform is set up in a natural way, the only way you could remove your quote unquote permission, there is no permission, really. The only way you could stop yourself from seeing what I'm doing is you must go out and you must actively do something. You must block me. But to get on somebody's, to get someone's email address, they have to do something. They have to actively give it to you. They have to give you permission intentionally. But in order to see somebody's TikTok post, you only have to know that they exist. All you got to do is just open TikTok and start scrolling. You're going to see something that you didn't even know existed before you saw it, right? So there's no permission involved in that. All you had to do is put it out if you're the creator and the platform, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. The platform has already gathered all the people and they will show your message to whoever they deem it worthy to be shown to, whoever their algorithm says it should be shown to. So if you ever publish a status update or a post on a Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, any other social media platforms, guess what you did? You collaborated with those platforms to put your stuff out. When you do a Facebook status update, you are collaborating with Facebook because Facebook has all the people. You have the status update. You put something on TikTok, you're collaborating. TikTok has all the people. You have the content. Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, they're all doing the exact same thing. They gather all the people. You provide the content. That is a collaboration, literally a collaboration. How do you know it's a collaboration? Because you didn't pay them. How much did you pay to use TikTok? How much does your LinkedIn account cost you, your basic account? How much does it cost you to have a YouTube channel? If, even if you got more than one, you open as many as you want for free. So that's the collaboration. You don't have to pay for the access. They are willing to give you access because you're giving them something. They're giving you something. They just have it on scale. See, they have a collaboration. YouTube has a collaboration with a billion people, right? Because every user, they're collaborating with YouTube because they got YouTube has all the eyeballs. And then YouTube collects you no know, half the money for everything everybody does. All right, this is the business model that they have set up. So this is how we are all collaborating every single day. Right now, I'm collaborating with Apple Podcasts. I don't pay to put my podcast out and you don't pay to listen to the podcast. What does Apple get out of this? Well, Apple gets to be in a podcasting game. They get to know everything about me, the creator. They know everything about you, the listener, and then they can use that data to sell advertising. And that's where they make all their money. This is the game. This is the hustle. And it's not that anybody's doing anything wrong. All right, we have all voluntarily gotten involved in this era. 
And any of you can get out of it if you want to. But why would you? Because then you'd be detached from all the people. All right. So you see how they set this all up? This was genius stuff that these folks did. Those engineers over there in Silicon Valley and everywhere else. They got the people. You got the content. They get something. You get something. Listen to episodes 1690 and also 1862, by the way, so that you can learn more about how this business model really works, like the real deep details of this business model. I gave you a surface level understanding. No, that's probably, that wasn't surface level. That's probably maybe level two, level three understanding what I just explained to you. But if you want to go to level 10, listen to episode 1690, episode 1862, so you can learn more about this and you don't get used up in this economy. Point number two, topic again is the permission era is over. Number two, great thing about the collaboration era that we are in today is that you don't need permission from somebody who you already know to put yourself out there. You don't have to know the right person to put yourself out there. Not to say that knowing the right person isn't still beneficial in life. But if you don't know anybody, you can still put yourself out there. 20 years ago, if you didn't know anybody, good luck getting on, good luck getting yourself out there, good luck getting your name known. It was very hard to do. But now you don't have to know anybody. You don't have to leave your house. Now you can be in a basement, not talking to any humans in person, at least, and be known by a whole bunch of people. Right? That's the thing now. That's the collaboration because you can even collaborate without actually shaking somebody's hand. That's the great thing about the collaboration era. They made it so easy to collaborate. Even if nobody who knows you, like people who already know you or like you or agrees with you, or they don't agree with what you're going to put out there, let's say people know about you, but they don't like what you're going to do. The platforms that you're collaborating with can expose your message still to millions or even billions of other people who might love what you are doing. So even if none of your friends and family like your thing, they're not interested in your music. You could get a whole bunch of fans all over the world and you never left your home city. Right? You never left the state, but you got a bunch of fans worldwide. You're international and you ain't got a passport. That's what the collaboration era does for you. You don't need to be as it was back in the day, 25 years ago. If you wanted to get yourself known internationally, you had to start by getting yourself known locally. You had to dominate your local market first, get some buzz built up in a local area in whatever you were doing. Doesn't matter what it was. I don't care if you were a landscaper, a window washer, a doctor, a dentist, a musician, a rapper, whatever. You had to dominate the local space first, and then you could expand to the wider space, your city. Then you go to the metropolitan area, then the state, then the country, then you can go international. Nowadays, you could start international. Now, nobody in your city has even know you rap, but you could be known with a billion, a million people looking at one of your videos on YouTube and your next door neighbor doesn't even know that you make music. That's what the collaboration era has done for all of us. It's basically knocked down the walls of geography, at least when it comes to getting your message out. I mean, you still got to get on a plane and get international or swim, but you get what I'm saying here. You don't need to be recognized or accepted locally, so to speak, for you to put your business out there, nor do you need to be accepted locally to even make money. So in the permission era, it was required that you were known. Right, you had to be known by people in your local area. And then it was like concentric circles. You were known in a small space then a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. You just got continually bigger and bigger spaces you were known in. But now in this era, you don't have to do it that way. To give you an example, as a basketball player, when I was coming up, the way we all understood that we were progressing basketball is first you play you know, in the playgrounds with your friends. Then you go try to play in a recreational league. Then you play for your school, high school, college. Then you go play pro if you can. And some people make it all the way to the top of that, that ladder. And some people only get halfway up. Some people ended the first step, but that was the ladder. There was a clear ladder, value ladder, so to speak, of how to move up and down in the basketball space. But now look at it. Look where we are now. Because there were no other ways to play back then. If you wanted to be a basketball player or be recognized as a basketball player, so to speak, those are the ways that you could do it. If you wanted to play street ball, you just like to play pickup games in the street. That was a side thing. And you did that outside of your normal nine to five job. That's how it was. Nowadays, look at it. Look at how it is now. As a basketball player coming up, 
again, that was the natural progression. But now we got a whole different thing. Now you can get yourself known in basketball and you only have to be on a basketball team. That was the permission era process is that you had to climb the ladder. You had to earn permission to be on teams at each level. But in the collaboration era, you don't need any permission. You can walk into an empty gym, for example, today. You can record yourself doing basketball stuff by yourself. You only have to play against anybody. And you can build a huge audience of fans who believe you're the greatest basketball player they've ever seen. And you never had to, quote unquote, earn your way onto any basketball court anywhere. You don't even have to play on a recreational league team. You didn't have to play in school. You don't have to play pro. You only have to try to play pro. And you could be making as much or more money than somebody who is playing pro just from doing it by yourself on an empty court out anywhere in the world, as long as you got a camera and an internet connection. That's the collaboration error. Because again, your collaboration is not with the other humans necessarily. Your collaboration is with the platforms and they want you to collaborate. They're enticing you to collaborate. They want you to keep putting up content. Any of you who has an account on any of these platforms, don't you notice how they send you emails and notifications and what are they always telling you about? They're telling you about their new features and here's a new thing that we're rolling out that's gonna help you do what? Help you make more content to put on our platforms. They wanna help you collaborate with them. Why? Because they have economies of scale. So the more people using it, the more valuable their platform becomes and everybody's making money in the process. So this is their hustle. This is their business. And having a hustle is not a bad thing, folks. I'm just letting you know this is the way that the game works. And you'd be smart to take advantage of it. You just need to make sure you're not being taken advantage of. And that's why I referred you to those other episodes, 1690 and 1862. So you use it the right way. So as a basketball player, continuing my example, if you're entertaining, you can build an audience of people who want to see you do basketball stuff. And you ain't got to be good at basketball. The collaboration between you and the platforms is the only thing you need. You don't have to earn your permission. When I was playing ball, my whole thing was when I was on YouTube, a lot of people, I say this whenever I do interviews, that most people who know me as a basketball guy know me from YouTube, even though the entire time I was on YouTube, the only purpose of me doing those workouts was to prepare myself for my next professional playing opportunity. I was just putting the videos on YouTube. I was not putting videos on YouTube to be a YouTuber. I was putting videos on YouTube because I was just practicing for my next professional opportunity or playing in the middle of my professional opportunity. I had a camera, so I said, all right, I'll put it on YouTube. Why not? I'm doing this workout anyway, whether YouTube sees it or not, I'm still going to be doing the same workout. It just so happened that there was a camera in the gym. But nowadays, basketball player, if I was growing up now playing basketball, I might say, you know what? I'm not even going to try to make it to college. I'm not going to try to get a scholarship. I'm not going to try to make it to the NBA. I'm not going to try to play overseas. No, I'm just going to be a YouTuber. I'm just going to go to the basketball gym and just do funny stuff and put it on YouTube. That's more important than me trying to make it. I can decide that's what I want to do. And the good thing is, again, you don't have to beat anybody out to make it on YouTube. You don't have to beat anybody out to become an influencer on Instagram. But see, if you go through the permission era, then the way things were set up then, as a ball player or somebody like myself, this is one of the things that I've always talked about. You had to earn your way through. You had to earn your way onto the high school team, the college team, into overseas, into the pros. And I talk about going to that exposure camp. Not everybody who paid money to go to that exposure camp ever signed a deal to play professional basketball overseas. Like, it was a cutthroat, everybody ain't winning type of market because there's a limited number of jobs. But the number of people who can get themselves out there now in the collaboration era, it is unlimited. So the, there is still competition for eyeballs, but the competition to actually be in the game is there's no competition. Anybody can get in the game. All right, it's wide open and there are no barriers to entry. That's the difference in this era. And it's not even about one being better or than the other. It's just about you understanding how these errors work so you can understand how to work within them. The good thing about somebody like myself, and this is why I said in a previous episode of the show that people from my era are the best. We are the best people because we happen to come around at a time when you had the mix. Let me see if I can find that 
episode. It was episode number 2038. Why people born from 1970 to 1990 are the best humans alive because our era, those people in that range, you were born and grew up in an era where you didn't have social media. You had the permission era and therefore you had to earn your way into everywhere you got into. But at the same time, you were young enough to take advantage of this now collaboration era. So you got the best of both worlds in terms of your skill set and the way that you think, generally speaking, there are exceptions to everything. So you didn't have to earn permission. You don't have to earn permission nowadays. It's the same thing like if somebody's a model nowadays. Back in the day, if you wanted to be a model, you had to go to casting calls and hopefully you got chosen. Nowadays, you don't need to do that, right? You can hop on Instagram or you can you know, go to OnlyFans and you could be making more money than the models who are walking the runway from your OnlyFans. In radio, for example, you had to get chosen to get a radio show. Nowadays, you don't need a radio show. You can start your own podcast and do it like this. And you get on a platform like Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you got your own radio show, boom. And you didn't have to earn anything. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is that the permission era is over. It's now the collaboration era. Given all this information, here's your job today. Go find an audience who wants what you have and who can collaborate, who you can collaborate with, who already has identified and gathered these audiences. This is your job. What I just said. Find an audience who wants your stuff and then see who has already gathered these people. That might be YouTube. It might be a human being. It may be some company. You got to figure that out. First of all, you got to decide what it is you have to offer that's valuable. I've done episodes on building value. Then you got to decide where those people are at. I've done episodes on finding your audience. Then you got to communicate with that platform or person or entity or company that what you have to offer will be valuable to them and to their audience. And then you make the deal happen. I've done episodes on all of these things and every step of that process that I just gave you. As a matter of fact, I got an even cleaner way that you can do it is by hopping into my work on your game system where I teach you how to become the business version of a professional athlete, which is how you develop your game, show your game and generate the ROI from your game. That's what I just explained to you. You can get that at workonyourgameuniversity.com. You can achieve results very quickly when you master this formula that I just gave you. And again, I made a system out of this formula. So you don't need to write down what I just said and try to figure it out. I will go deep with you and explain how to do every step that I just said at workonyourgameuniversity.com. But understand something. You still must do the work and you must have game and you must have value and you must be giving it to people who want it. And you must still have the ability to communicate that you have the value in order to create opportunity. You got to be able to communicate. I have value. If people don't understand what you're offering, then they're not going to pay for it. This is where your soft skills come into play. This is where your sales skills come into play. If you don't have soft skills, you need to develop them. And guess what? I did a five-part series, five-part series on soft skills. That was episode 1772 through 1776. Go listen to those at com. You get every episode of the show, or you can just find it in the app wherever you're listening to this right now. Your ability to sell, your communication skills, your people skills. You need all of these abilities for you to explain that you have the game and show people and demonstrate the game that you have. You don't have soft skills. It doesn't matter how many hard skills you got. Hard skills is just having game. Soft skills is your ability to communicate the game and get it to the people who need it. Uh, and many of you are good on one side and you suck on the other side because you haven't focused on it yet. But the good thing is you're in the right place is I can help you with all this because one of the nine parts of the work on your game system is communication. So that's why I told you to go to work on your game university.com. So if you don't have these soft skills, you will fail miserably in a collaboration era. In the era of collaboration, you must have great soft skills. And soft skills are skills that as of today, with today's current technology, they can't be replaced by a computer chip. Now, your ability to take orders at McDonald's, a computer can do that. A computer can check me out at Whole Foods, but a computer cannot replace soft skills, at least as of today. But that might be changing. But for now, you can take advantage of it. That's the main skill you need in this economy is soft skills. So let's recap. 
permission economy is over. Permission economy was based on somebody literally giving you permission. That's over. Here's where we are now. Number one, we are in the collaboration era. That means entities come together, join forces for mutually beneficial outcomes that they achieve. All the social media platforms that you know about are collaborators. That's why they're free and they want you to join and create content and create more accounts because all you're doing is helping them collaborate more and they make money off it. So listen to episode 1690 and 1862 so you understand the business side of the game. Number two, great thing about the collaboration era is that you don't need permission from anyone who you already know to put yourself out. And you don't even need to be known where you are locally. You can get known worldwide and you never even left the state. You only have a passport and nobody on your street even knows that you do what you do, but you might be the most famous person in the neighborhood. Even though nobody in the neighborhood knows you, you have more fame overall than anybody else in the neighborhood does because you understand how the collaboration era works. And in permission era, it was a hierarchy. You basically had to climb the ladder in order to be successful. The higher up the ladder you got, the more successful you were. In the collaboration era, there is no ladder. All right, it's like a big swimming pool. All right, swimming pools is just a big flat space where anybody can get in and you can swim around and go wherever you want. You don't have to earn your way into anything. You just got to have the balls to put yourself out there. Number three, given this information, your job today is go find an audience who wants what you have. And who want to collaborate, who have already identified the people who you want to serve. All right, find the people who already have the people you want to serve, your audience, and find a way to collaborate with that individual. And you can achieve results very, very quickly when you master the formula with the caveat that you must have game and value that that audience wants. Just because you can collaborate with somebody doesn't mean you're going to make any sales. Just because you can sell doesn't mean you're going to be able to collaborate. You need both skills. All right, that's where the soft skills come in. Listen to episode 1772. That is the main ability you need. And the collaboration era is soft skills. And that's why I did a five-part series on it. It's not one episode. It's a five-part series because it's that important. If you don't have this, you will fail in this era. Now, two things for you to do. Text me, get my daily motivation. I told you number 305-384-6894. And if you want to learn how to put all of this together in a systematized way, in a strategic way, which I will coach you through doing, I will help you do this. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Join my work on your game system, and I will coach you through the entire process. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.